My name is Shane Latender, and I am from the Loon River First Nation. I will be the MC for today's event. I'd like to formally welcome all of you to Loon River. It's a privilege to be here, and it's also an honour to have you here as our guest. We will start with an opening prayer. At this time, can I please have Elder Paul Latender come to the podium? Kumakigwagawitahamgahwiawiagampaistigit. <laughs> Thank you for coming and supporting us at Loon River. The ministers that are on my left here, they're not going to go home freely. they got to leave some money before they go home. <laughs> And also the, to my right, the chiefs and council, and welcome you people. Let's support our leadership in prayer, especially in prayer, and support them, talk to them, how good a job they're doing in our reserves. Father, we thank you this afternoon. What a nice day. Lord, we put everything in your hand to bless us. What we're going to talk about, what they're going to talk about. Lord, we leave everything, our people, our leadership, the ministers. Lord, I thank you. Cover us with your blood. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. At this time, we will have Minister Devin Durishan, the Minister of Transportation and Economic Corridors. Thank you. Well, thank you very much. It's, it's great to be here today, and, and thank you very much, Elder, for that, that great prayer. And uh, to the Loon River First Nation, Peerless Trout First Nation, and Big Stone Cree Nation, thanks for, for hosting us here today, as well as to Brendan Powell, the Deputy Reeve of the MD of Opportunity is here as well. Thank you for, for everybody for coming out here today for a beautiful, sunny, hopefully spring day. Uh, things are starting to green up, which is, is always great to see, but uh, it's a pleasure to be here at Red Earth Creek for this important announcement 
And a key part of my mandate as the Transportation and Economic Corridors Minister is to focus on the expansion of economic corridors across Alberta and to promote economic and employment opportunities for Albertans. And today I am pleased to share that Alberta's government has signed an agreement with Loon River First Nation, Peerless Trout First Nation and Big Stone Cree Nation to work together to extend Highway 686 to connect Peerless Lake to Fort McMurray. And this includes a $2 million commitment from the government of Alberta to support the First Nations in coordination and advice, and that, that funding will go to these three nations, with an additional $5 million on pre-engineering work going forward. So uh, a historic day and a great opportunity and a great connection here with the First Nations and the government of Alberta. And this project will create a new highway link in northern Alberta by extending Highway 686 by 218 kilometres. And the, extended, the extension of this highway would establish a new economic corridor to increase access to goods and services and to reduce travel times for residents and businesses across the north. And the highway extension would also provide an alternate emergency egress from northern Alberta communities. And as we know, this is especially important given the past flooding and wildfire events here in northern Alberta. And this agreement signed today will establish a committee that consists of representatives from the government of Alberta and the First Nations to review the proposed Highway 686 corridor location, engage with stakeholders, and to identify opportunities for communities along this new corridor. And the committee will also provide input on the delivery of the new Highway 686 corridor project, as well as paving work on the existing section of Highway 686, east of Highway 88, near Red Earth Creek and Peerless Lake. Big shout out, I, I hear. And in just last week, a request for proposal was issued to complete the design engineering of 62 kilometers of paving on the existing Highway 686 as well. And I know a long time overdue. And I know that this paving work has been much anticipated project for the communities that rely on this highway. And I'm also happy to share that work is underway to pave the north-south section of Highway 686, consisting of about 27 kilometers between Peerless Lake and Trout Lake. And grading work on this project is expected to take place this year, and paving is expected to be completed by 2025. Now, paving both sections of the existing Highway 686 will help to reduce travel times and promote safe travel for drivers in all directions on this highway. Now, we recognize that maintaining a safe and efficient highway network is essential for Alberta communities and our economy. And I look forward to working with Loon River First Nation, Peerless Trout First Nation, and Big Stone Cree Nation to move this Highway 686 corridor project forward. And thank you so much, Chiefs, for being here today. And with that, I would like to introduce Minister Brian Jean, the Minister of Jobs, Economy, and Northern Development. Tansei, hi, hi. Pleased to be here today. I'm uh, actually the MLA from Fort McMurray, Lac La Biche, but 20 years ago I was the Member of Parliament for you folks over here, and I promised you you'd get a highway someday to Fort McMurray, and here we are. So I just want to let you know I kept that promise. You know, it's important, uh, it's important to keep your promises. It's important to make sure that, that our northern 
communities continue to develop and be at the forefront of quality of life. That's right. We should have the same quality of life as everybody else in Alberta. And paved highways are part of that. I'd also like to uh, say hi to the Reeve, uh, of course, the chiefs, all the elders that are here today. Thank you very much. A pleasure to be here. Great opportunity to, to further our relationship. We've had a great relationship over the last short period of time and, and long period of time in some cases, and I'm hoping we only uh, make that a stronger bond so we can move forward for all our people. I also want to recognize my good friend, Minister Todd Lone, who's from Grand Prairie Wapiti, and he's here tonight. Uh, we've been in politics a long time together. That's how important th this is, and I want to thank the Alberta government and all the officials there as well for making this happen. So, first of all, extending Highway 686 is an absolute crucial step towards uniting Alberta, especially northern Alberta. Right now, you can't get from northeastern Alberta to northwestern Alberta without going almost down to Edmonton. 243 kilometers. Well, 686 is going to change that. Fort McMurray and Red Earth are only 238 kilometers apart, and currently, can you believe it, seven hours it takes to make that trip by highway at 100 kilometers an hour or so. Well, I'm happy to make the trip as a Minister of Northern Development, but I can tell you I'm looking forward to the day that it only takes a couple hours to get to Fort McMurray and back here to Red Earth Creek, and it's not going to be that far in the future. The lack of connections in northern Alberta is reducing economic opportunities, <clears throat> reducing quality of life expectations, and keeping families and friends apart across the north. Even the same jobs, different communities, same families. We should have better connections. And without question, this separation is suppressing the economic potential of businesses in the north. I, I'm here at, at um, this industrial park. I'm, I asked a couple of times, where is the industry? Well, if we get this highway through, I'm sure the industry is going to come a lot faster because they're going to have opportunities here that are going to be much greater than what they have right now. And it's fantastic to see because what we need to do is make sure the northern communities prosper as much as all the other communities in Alberta. And this government is delivering the goods on that. Isn't it going to be great to have pavement out your front door? Yeah. Also, words are cheap. But actions speak louder than words, and this is a great, great step towards reconciliation in our province. This is actually us putting our money where our mouth is and making sure that we deliver on our promises. We're committed to economic reconciliation, and we're showing that this investment is going to go a long way to make sure that First Nations have greater ownership and control over their economic destinies. That's right, I said that. That means that you're going to leave the party. You're not going to just watch. Woo. Now, these, uh, these three communities have a strong voice on where the highway goes. It has a voice on where and when it goes and what goes along with it. And I think this is the first time that this has been done or this type of behavior has been done by a government in Canada that I'm aware of, and I'm excited about it because this is your traditional lands. You know them better than anyone. And you deserve a fair share in the rewards and the decisions. And with this government, you'll get that. So you've heard me mention the renewed Alberta Advantage a little bit. You probably haven't because it's not so exciting down here because I know how it goes in northern communities, especially, you know, what's been happening over the last few years. And I do know that jobs and economic success are what it's all about for all of us and making sure we bring 
home the quality of life to our families that are so important to us. But at the same time, we can't forget our past. And we have to make sure that we respect that and respect our elders and those people that brought us here. Because tomorrow is going to be a much better day than yesterday. I promise you. I think the future is really good for all of us, for our communities, for our people, for our families. This can-do attitude in Alberta that we have does not exist in any other province or any other country in the world, in my opinion. We have an incredible opportunity here to show the world what we can do together as one peoples, as friends, as family, because the future is bright. And if we have respect for each other and we show these kind of investments and make sure we empower the people, only good things will happen to all of us. Thank you very much. Thank you. At this time, uh, we welcome up Chief Ivan Sowen of Loon River First Nation. Hello, Tanse. It's really uh, good to see everyone out here today and joining in this, uh, this announcement. You know, uh, I want to first and foremost thank uh, the Alberta government. Let's give them a hand cap of appreciation for, um, for them being here as well. And I'm really um, proud that uh, this 686 is going to be paved for our people, for our communities, and for our region. You know, this is a time to celebrate. You know, uh, we always look at the safe and health and well-being of our people within our region. We always struggle with uh, emergency management and emergency services such as ambulance and, and then fire department and all those key key issues that we are challenged with. Even the, the, the downtime in regards to ambulance services coming to our homes has always been a struggle. You know, this is going to alleviate a lot of the, those ch challenges and pressures that we face as communities in the region. And I'm really, really thankful that um, this initiative is moving forward. And not only the uh, economic development that's going to occur within our area, this is going to be huge for, for this region. We're going to have opportunities to expand in the dev world. We're going to expand in different uh, businesses and support our local because we do struggle with uh, jobs. But this is going to open a lot of different new jobs for our communities. And, you know, that's one thing we have to focus on. And the last is I want to touch on environment. We understand that the environment is crucial for our people. The environmental impacts they're going to have within the potential environmental in impacts, we're going to help mitigate that. We're going to help alleviate some of the pressures and the concerns that the elders have in regards to the environmental impact on the land and the air quality. And we're going to be able to sit around those tables and talk about the impacts that's going to have in, within our area. So I'm really glad that the three First Nations, I'm really thankful for Big Stone Cree Nation, PTFN, and Loon River, Chief and Council, have really collectively worked together along with the uh, Alberta government, and I really, really am happy for this day. And I'm really um, thankful for our elders that are here and everybody else that's been that's joining us here, even uh, the town council here, um, uh, Brandon Powell. I'm really happy that he's here as well. Thank you very much, and uh, I want to give a chance for the other chiefs to say a few words. Merci. Thank you, Chief. At this time, we will welcome up Chief Gilbert Ukamau of Peerless Trout First Nation. 
I'm very excited and very emotional. Um, I just want to, first of all, say that, uh, you know, I've been working with the Alberta and also with the uh, chiefs and, and the councillors and also the previous, you know, that have been uh, working on this uh, uh, for paving the road and even even beyond that, you know, wow, in Peerless Lake, they've been talking about this highway for many, many years. And it's here now. We're going to see it, you know, and it's, uh, I'm very proud of what, what accomplishment has been made, you know, within every individual that's been in the talks regards to this highway. And I, and I say this from the bottom of my heart, you know, as being a new elected chief for Perestroll First Nation, I see, I see a lot of potential of, hap- of, of, of happenings in, in, in our communities uh, when this pave is paved. You know, uh, I'm, I'm very uh, honored to sit down with uh, Chief Andy and also Chief uh, uh, Ivan. And also I just want to commend uh, uh, a big, uh, you know, uh, clap, clap offering to uh, Chief Arthur, you know, of, of Treaty 8, Grand Chief. Uh, also, you know, being a big part of this. Um, you know, this is a, a historical day for us. It's been a sleepless, sleepless nights, you know, going through and talking about these talks and, and how we're going to do it. And, you know, and, and as a three nations, we said that the three chiefs, as the, uh, Chief Ivan pulled us together, let's have a little coffee talks and, you know, and, 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 and let's do something. And here we are today, you know, achieving what, what we've been uh, uh, achieving for and what our goal was is to, to get this highway paved. It's finally here, people. You know, I'm very honored and, and I'm very proud, you know, of what the accomplishment is. You know, and I just want to say that from the bottom of my heart. It's not just, it's not going to end here. Even also the historical, you know, the lands that we have, we are stewards of the land. To live a life. And all the animals and the birds that we see that are flying, man has dominion over these things. And I strongly believe that. And I encourage, you know, this is something big and something, you know, uh, historical that, that, you know, we've been kind of talking about for in, in, in the 80s. You know, and here we are in the 2023, you know, signing off some documents written on stone. And it's not just that. It's, it's for safety for our communities. For the police officers to come. For the ambulance, the EMS. These are all the things that we need to address. And they are going to be riding on these roads. As long as we live here in this land, we will protect our land as the best to our ability. As three nations pulling together, it's like three arrows, it's impossible to break. And I just want to address that today because I know, I know for a fact, the roads that we have today, they shouldn't be called roads. They shouldn't be called 686 Highway. But of all these years, Perilous 12 First Nation people been riding on this road for many, many years. And when, when, when a visitor asks us, well, how's the roads? And we say, it's good. 
because we're so used to it. We're so used to driving on these roads. We can almost pinpoint what, what rut we're going to hit, what kind of rock is, is ahead of us. But today, this is a historical day, folks. This is for all of us. And I know and I believe that a lot of things are, we're going to accomplish. Like economics, as Chief Ivan echoed today. Also with our land, with our waters. That's one thing as being a chief for my nation. I will protect our waters. It's not going to end here. This is just the beginning. But I know we've got some, some outsiders that come to our lakes and do, do a bit of angling. But we want to be in control of that too. So we can support in that way. And we are here. So we're here today just to address the good news, you know, of, of what's to come for the future for our people. So thank you. And I thank you for coming out for the members of Troll First Nation. This is what we have here today, witnessing. Witnessing of all elders that have been talking about the future, the, the previous leaders, even prior before becoming a nation. We were under Alberta government as a association. And I was a part of that. I was one of the boards in the association. And I believe my fellow counselor, my, one of my counselors, Paul, was involved in that association. And these were the talks. And the corridor, yes, it's been in the talks for many, many years. But it's coming. So we've got to be aware of it. We've got to be alert. And elders, I encourage you, you need to stand by with us. Because you know the lands. You know the areas. So we're going to be utilizing you for that reason. Because you are the stewards of the land. So thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you, Chief. At this time, we'll invite up Chief Andy Alok of Big Stone Cree. It's also a very emotional day for me. I wanted to first acknowledge the Creator, Higher Power, and the elders, all the leadership, counselors that are here from each of the nations, and also our ancestors that are here in spirit as well. Today is really a historical day. Although I'm a newly elected chief of about seven months, I've heard of the corridor and I've heard of talks to give access to our people to health services, and all the things that we've never gotten as First Nations people. It's important to create these relationships today, both with other nations as well as the provincial and federal government. It's so humbling to be here as the chief of Big Stone Cree Nation, knowing that we have a membership of 10,000 plus, but giving an opportunity to not only our nation, but to others in the surrounding area in our traditional lands. It's so important that we pave a way forward for our people, whether it's through the economy, through health, to improve the quality of life, or to give access to emergency services, as mentioned from my, my brothers here. When we had started the conversations and built this relationship, it hadn't been very long. It was about us having coffee together. 
even though we had heard the conversation since the 80s, probably when I was about five years old. <laughs> but today's a new day, and so is tomorrow. I think it's really important that we have the support of each nation, our elders, all our community members, because everybody has a voice in building this road. Everybody has a voice in all the economy and all the opportunities that are going to come forward. It's so important that we give thanks to the leaderships before us because without them, we wouldn't be standing here today. I personally also want to acknowledge our families because it's not an easy job being a politician or a leader of your community. It's so important that we have that support as well. So I want to thank those families that are here to support us too. As we move forward and build our families, it's going to be a tough road ahead, but we have a number of partners that are already knocking at our door, a number of partners that want to also benefit you know, from the 686 corridor. We had developed a company, and we had announced that there last week, United Northern Developments. It's a limited partnership. And United Northern Developments is that. It unites us in the development of what we need to achieve as nations, as community members, in order to improve our quality of life, in order to provide access to our people, and in order to create a future for those that are unborn. So with that, I just wanted to say thank you to everybody that's here. I look forward to all the other opportunities that are coming all the relationships that we're going to build, and the continued partnership with the other nations that also want to join us in this endeavor. It's so important now, and it's so important tomorrow and for the future of all First Nations that you know, face the same struggles that we have. But the future is bright, and I want to thank everybody that contributed to the development of United Northern Developments and also to everybody that took part in bringing us here today. Thank you. Thank you, Chief. At this time, we'll move on to some questions, and the press secretary will facilitate that for us. Okay, so we have some time for questions from the media. So if uh, there's any media here today, please feel free to come up to the mic. We'll do uh, one question, one follow-up. Um, but uh, at this time, operator, please put through the first caller. And a reminder to people on the phone lines to please press star one to ask a question. Do we have any uh, media on the floor here today? Okay, well, with that, then I guess uh, that's, that's all. Thank everyone for being here today. Great. Thanks. Our first question comes from oh. Vincent McDermott, Fort McMurray. Hi. Uh, hi this would be for Ministers uh, Jean and Grecian. Uh, so the route to Fort McMurray uh, would go over crown land and environmentally sensitive land and construction isn't going to be cheap. So I'm wondering how the Alberta government is going to make sure history won't repeat itself with the delays that 
we saw that held up twinning Highway 63. So it's it's our expectation that once once the the engagement is done, once we work with the First Nations to make sure we have the right route of of 686 uh, from here all the way up to Fort McMurray, it's it's our estimation that the 218 kilometers that are they're going to need to be built that'll take about a four or five year horizon. So once we can figure out the the right trail, the right way to go, and the 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 appropriate route. Uh, that's that's the estimate that uh, the Department of Transportation has given uh, us of, of what the completion of 686 would look like. Yeah, Vince, uh, and thanks for the question. I, first of all, as you remember, we had uh, Highway 63 and the twinning was first announced in contribution by the federal government in 2006, and it still took uh, a large number of years, I think more than a decade, to actually finish it. And this one's going to be a little different in that we're not going to be waiting so long. The Alberta government is passionate about this, but so are the people of northern Alberta. Uh, these these First Nations are very passionate about this. In fact, I would say that you're more passionate about it than we are. Oftentimes, these First Nations are all over us, uh, uh, asking us for meetings, pressuring us to meet with them in Edmonton and, and uh, come up to the communities like this here today. We had a lot of opportunities to announce this particular announcement in a lot of places, but we wanted to do it here, uh, which is very important, which shows our commitment to the this particular project and making sure that we get it done in a timely fashion so we don't have those huge cost overruns and we make sure that we bring the quality of life that these people deserve as quickly as possible. Great, thanks. Uh, I guess if I follow up, uh, what kind of conversations have been had with the federal government uh, regarding help with funding or approvals or uh, assessments for this project? So the province of Alberta has put in a national trade corridor application. There was nine, nine actually applications that went through to the federal government. Uh, we received zero of nine from the federal government. So it's, we're kind of off to a, a rough start with the federal government on that. But uh, we did get a commitment at a federal provincial transportation uh, FPT uh, out east where they did indicate that Bill C-69, the environmental impact assessment, the the No More Pipelines Act that has been called uh, numerous times, uh, that that piece of legislation also includes any large road projects. And they did indicate that that wouldn't be necessary for this 218-kilometer roadway. So that was at least the, the federal government not getting in the way, which was helpful. But uh, as I said, when it comes to the National Trade Corridor, uh, we did have a funding request from the federal government on this. But uh, as of right now, we're, it's a swing and a miss. And, and Vince, uh, you know, I, I did, and I know Devin did. We've had conversations with several ministers in relation to this and how we do this, and and uh, hopefully we'll see something, you know, either a change of mind or some passion towards what we believe is the first step of, of fr- frankly, a great initiative. This is an opportunity not just for the people from Fort McMurray and Peerless Lake and and uh, the people of, of northeastern Alberta, but this is an opportunity for the oil sands right to the Pacific Ocean. And uh, I think bringing all of the communities from Treaty 8 into the discussion will only bring great things to the people of northern Alberta, northern BC, and to the north of Canada. Okay, last call for questions from the media. Seeing none, thank you everyone for being here. Have a great rest of your day. Thank you, folks. Thanks very much.